Yes, hello. Hello. Hi. Well, look at that. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you? I'm okay. Just another day in the neighborhood. Um, Welcome, everybody, to episode 10. Oh, Oh, we're on on episode 10. This is episode 10. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Episode 10 of... Off-Brand Podcast. Off-Brand Podcast with Dandelion Branding. Yeah. I'm Aubrey. I'm Courtney. Uh, we... Hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> we... <laughs> We're never gonna um, quite do a, an intro super great. Um, no. Not concerned about that it's all good we do it for fun welcome we together we're dandelion branding we run a digital marketing agency we have fun with it we um but we made this podcast to talk about some things that happen in the entrepreneur world that are sort of outside of the normal nine to five um emotional stuff yeah and like like things that you deal with in the ever-growing pile of like shit that is entrepreneurialism um that like you just kind of roll with or pretty much (laughs) (laughs) yeah you you either kind of like roll with it or you just kind of like stop being an entrepreneur yeah you roll with it or you like reject it entirely and and are pushing back against it but these things are inevitably things that any entrepreneur would be dealing with and so we want to speak about our journey and uh we hope that folks enjoy it and yeah um so we're here it is officially after the holidays uh do the holidays feel like they were literally months away to you at this point like like several months ago like several months ago yes I was having was this last conversation week. a lot with my with my friends um, yesterday about how, yeah, the, literally it's been one week since New Year's, and it feels like that was <laughs> months ago. Yeah, <laughs> like and Christmas, like what? I don't. What, yeah. When was that? I don't even I know. Don't, you know what though? I'm know. sure as fuck glad that it's over. I'm very glad it's over. I had a wonderful time. Very glad it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now we're back to like reality times. But I think that the days like following holidays are just absolute insanity. And that's perhaps yeah. why each day has felt like weeks on end. And yes, it's chaos. <laughs> it's- like I cannot get caught up. Although I think that by the end of this week, I will be caught up. What about you? I feel like I uh, my to-do list only was growing. <laughs> like like it yes. was like the part in Tetris when things start moving really fast and then piling up and, and yep. you, you see your imminent death. Um it was kind of like that earlier this week. I had a mm-hmm. very rough Monday. I'm not feeling well today. Same. But we press on. What else can you do? Um, 
but yeah, I really had to kind of think about like, okay, like what am I going to actually prioritize this week and what am I going to have to kind of like back burner until I have more brain space. Totally. uh, And yeah, I mean, it's January. So there's everybody who is in the business world is probably making a lot of big decisions and things right now. Um, us included us very much included so um so we feel yeah if you are feeling any type of way that we just explained (laughs) we're right there with you oh yeah uh yeah it's crazy it's crazy but anyways yeah so we're here and uh and this week we are actually gonna be talking about priorities Yeah, priorities woohoo Mm-hmm. Um, my priorities right now are feel all over the board. Um, so yeah. I'm stoked to have this conversation. <laughs> I think that the main reason that we wanted to have this as a topic is because like we've been so heavily focused on our priorities, which are essentially all tied to growth and yeah. I think and I think that many entrepreneurs would say that their priorities are tied to you know some sort I of would positive say, aspect of their business like growth but yeah. I don't think that's actually the case sometimes. Right. And I feel like you know and it, it kind of goes back to there's so much shit to do that it's so easy to get caught up in the finicky crap and go down a a rabbit hole um, of detail and unnecessary like stuff Yeah. as an entrepreneur that like all of a sudden you believe that you're spending your time working, but like you're not going anywhere. Like, which is kind of what my week this week feels like. Um, but I know that that's because of the holiday. Like you and I spend with Dandelion and we spend a lot of time prioritizing, you know, the next way we're going to grow. And for the first year, we weren't focused on growth. We're almost at a year. For the first year, we weren't really focused on growth. We were focused on um, kind of just getting a foothold, gaining mm-hmm. some authority, gaining some loyalty. And I think like, uh, right now and maybe a little in December, but shit's so crazy around the holiday time. Like that I think now we're really, we're really shifting into growth mode. Yeah. A lot more rather than just being like, (laughs) we just need somebody to know who the fuck we are. (laughs) Right. Like, yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's sort of very naturally the neck, the like, the progression of things it's the next step once we've you know we've solidified ourselves in what we're doing we feel mm-hmm. more comfortable we have structures we have you know systems for how we do things mm-hmm. we're flowing in that way yeah right like but like never get comfortable so let's keep it moving you know let's keep pushing right. keep it moving and so we're gonna do some dif- like deeper definition which we, t- we talked about niche last week so we're gonna focus on that and we're gonna focus on actually growing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And that's our priority for 2020. So thanks. Bye. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, essentially, I think the crux of what we really wanted to go over today was just that it's so like the insane slippery slope of getting caught up in those minor details and, and not focusing on things that actually correspond to your business and you making money. Yeah. Please focus on making money. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes. You're an entrepreneur. Like having a, that's the really kind of the difference between having a hobby and having a business is that yeah. when you're a ho- and sometimes I teach, I treat dandelion like a hobby, like I'm glad I get to just do this, but I, no, it's like we need to make money. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> okay. Um, I need to be reminded of that because it is, but it is a big difference. Once yeah. you start to focus on, you know, this I want this to be my job. I want this to pay my bills. I want this to be what I focus my time and attention on. This is what matters to me. Um, That's a fucking business. Mm -hmm. And before that, you have a potentially lucrative hobby. Right. But it's a big mindset shift from like hobby to business owner. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think it sounds a lot easier than mm-hmm. it is um right especially for right. makers and creative people i think that like a lot of a lot of small business owners don't think that they're ever going to be a small business owner <laughs> like that wasn't right. part of the plan you know like like a lot of like those right you know us ma- included <laughs> yeah we were like, this is the thing true. we want to do. Yeah, this is just the thing we wanted to do. And then it became like, I guess we should just start our own business because this is the thing I want to do. So mm-hmm. fuck all, everything else. Yeah, it was almost created out of defiance for <laughs> anything else. <laughs> Hashtag my whole life. <laughs> um, but... I mean, right. But when it, but like how many times, and and this really happens, I think with product more so with people that make products, like, um, who did we just talk to? Sarah Bouchot with earth to face. Mm -hmm. She, um, did a little interview with one of our clients and she was just like, we asked, you asked her, do you, did you always want to be an entrepreneur? And she was like, no literally no like straight no like just yeah just no she um wanted to be a practitioner she but she had always been making you know her products and then all of a sudden she's a business owner and now she's been a business owner for 10 years and she's awesome you know um we were really lucky to to be able to to connect with her about that um but Mm -hmm. I think that that story that there's power in that story because that means there's a passion behind it. But I think, and I think that story is common for entrepreneurs that really make it because they care about more than just like the next buck because the next buck is hard in the, in these beginning years. Um, But it's such a pain in the ass for those of us that are just like, I want to do my thing. I want to do. 
Right. And now I also have to like, uh, what? I have to like do taxes and accounting and and accounting (laughs) and ads and custom audiences and you're a designer now and you're also a packaging specialist and you're also a shipping expert and you're also right yeah all the things that you have to make decisions on when you are like running a a a product-based business um Plus yeah, a and- thousand more, obviously. That's a gross oversimplification of the responsibilities, but there's right. an, an insane list. Yeah, there is. Sometimes I'm just like, sometimes like Tom comes home from work and I'm like in a frenzy or he's like wants to talk to me. And I'm usually on the phone with Courtney um, then. And I'm just like, I can't right now is he wants to ask me more questions or sometimes he sends me questions throughout the day. That's like, please don't make me answer more, make more decisions. Please mm-hmm. don't make me make more choices. Cause I don't, yeah, I don't have the like brain capacity to make the choice of what I want for dinner. It's true. Decision fatigue is real. It's real. Yeah. I like it though. I, I, I get, I think that I get, um what's that word what is it when you like don't work out for a long time and then you start working out again and you have to like um work out a bunch of times in order to get back to your original weight or your original like Hmm. level there's a term for that I don't know I don't know if there's a term for it but it there's that's a phenomenon and I, I sure. feel like yeah. decision-making is kind of the same way. You're, like, out of practice with it almost. Yeah. I don't get... like going on vacation because I get out of practice of making decisions and then making all the decisions that we have to make overwhelm me. That's interesting. Yeah. I I feel like I make, like, in terms of, like, the clothes that I wear or the food that I eat, I'm, I don't change it up, like, at all I don't I don't actively put thought into either of those things because I want to like save my brainwave space for all of the decisions that I'm making during the day (laughs) yeah (laughs) and like make like yeah so I'll just like eat the same food all the time every day Mm -hmm. and right but teach, I mean, teach their own in terms of yeah, what I, decisions I mean, you're not trying to make. But if it wasn't like running a house, I would probably. But if I feel like I'm like, I say like I'm running a house, like there's like a bunch of people here. It's just me and Tom and our pets. But like, somehow it feels like there's so many like personal life decisions happening all the time. And then my business decision world, um, definitely suffers from that and and I have to actively prioritize like like focusing on dandelion some some days mm-hmm. because of it and I and, it, and I think like that's not abnormal I you know entrepreneurs come in all shapes and sizes you know we talked to Tracy last last week um from little mama co and she's a mom yep i can't imagine how many decisions you have to make 
like with a baby right and and also how like i mean not to frame it so negatively but how distracting that would be from getting oh my god done like yeah i mean it's i'm sure it's a wonderful experience and it's amazing that the internet has (laughs) opened up the ability (laughs) no for like a a new mom or to be able to like work from home and be around their baby full-time like that's awesome that's an amazing thing that the internet has like made more simple for moms i think Mm -hmm. but but like yeah, but moms that are like be able also to get anything cr- done. <laughs> no, moms that are like those are those that's really the superhumans, right? Moms that are creators that are that are running a business. Um Pop Natural is doing the same thing. Yeah. I, so you know, many like, that we follow. It's really like amazing. Like when we learn that they are also mothers and like we're just like, "Whoa, how do you how do you do it all? How, how do, do you do, do that? that? Like I have a dog and I'm like, "Dog, what do you need?" Yeah, you know, <laughs> right? Like, stop staring at me. What do you need? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yep. So that I mean, priority skills need to be even more on point, dude. I yeah, and and to go back to like prioritizing making money when you say all of this other stuff that you have, like we just went into a whole like 15 minute, like side note about all the random decisions you have to make as mm-hmm. a human and as a business owner, like then how do you like, Oh yeah. And how am I going to make money with this? Fuck. Yeah. yeah. That's... There's no answer. <laughs> I mean, there is an answer. There's but no, like... but it's different for everybody. How <laughs> they're, they're going to monetize their whatever business it is that they're trying to start. Or mm-hmm. whether or not it, it can even be a profit- profitable and viable business idea. I think that that's a really good point. It's like sometimes you just can't monetize it. It's... Mm, yes. uh, yeah. And we've talked to more than one entrepreneur where we're like, uh, this is not, it's the, no. Where we've had to say like, this, this maybe isn't the best priority for you in your time right now. If you're trying right. to like get to this monetary goal, maybe let's think. Yeah. And I think it's, We've, we've experienced that definitely with folks that are trying to have like a bunch of different streams of income. Yep. Cause that you can get very, like you can way spread yourself too thin. Mm -hmm. Um, And then your priorities are a mess and you're not actually focusing on the things that could actually like, yeah, lead to actual steady income. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that there's a, a, another really interesting aspect of new for new entrepreneurs that y- you can't. It's not like you like show up and make money. Um, overnight success isn't really a thing anymore. Um, yeah, because the internet is flooded. So we talk to a lot of people that are like, "I just have a great idea," and everyone will recognize it as a great idea. I think we talk less to these people at, at this stage in the very early stage of, of Dandelion. We kind of, excuse me, feel a lot of those calls Yeah, where we were kind of like, 
um, homie, no, but you, you have to, you have to prove that your product works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People don't just like, like see it and they're like, this solves all my problems and I'm going to buy it and I'm going to tell all my friends and it's going to be, I'm going to make a million dollars. Like, right. oh, no, I'm sorry. No. Um, it's kind of a hard conversation to have, but we'll yeah, to hear it. we've definitely had to have that where like managing your expectations, like shifting their perspective a bit so that they, their expectations are managed in a way that isn't going to feel like, uh, like they're a total failure or something. Right. If it doesn't, if they don't meet those goals, but like also right. being able to kind of put it structurally in a way that that gives them priorities and things to be focusing on we used to yeah, have a, exactly. yeah those conversations a lot a lot more often um than than now i think that uh it, i think yeah. it's just sort of changed like the pe- the type of people that we're we're speaking to now um yeah. Cha- yeah. changed a bit yeah it it, it did and then which is really nice um, because th- that's a hard conversation to have yeah. because I think those same people that are like, I have the end all be all, I'm going to make a bunch of money and I'm going to like, it's just, it's like product question mark money. There's no yeah. idea <laughs> in the middle. Um, right. <laughs> that's a fun, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, we have to like unlearn, they have to unlearn a few things Yeah. For- yeah, and they they don't know how to prioritize the things that make that make actual difference for people. You know, that make an actual difference in terms of like their pocketbook or their their customers or you know bringing people into their world and to be helpful. Like they don't they don't know how to make a list of this is what needs to happen in order for me to hit my goal. Yeah. Which is okay. Like that's, that's basically entrepreneurism is like, what is actually the list of shit that needs to get done for me to like yeah. be successful here? And that's, yeah, that's a skill. That's a damn, like, that's a very, like it takes time to, to really get to the level of, of of being able to like boil down all of the to do items to really actually understand the priorities that will matter mm-hmm. and like and to consciously make the decision to like only focus on those and put the rest out of mind like that's a tough it's really hard process yeah it's really hard and i don't it's like i i don't want to like priority shame people but we've we've seen this over and over again and we've worked with a couple of people um where we're kind of like if you want to if you want to grow this if you want to make money doing this if if it's more than just a hobby to you and you want to shift that mindset i really need you to focus on like this funnel or this type of marketing or mm-hmm. you know because we do we market we do marketing we improve organic specifically organic marketing so we 
specifically improve people's connection with their audience and we improve the conversion on their website. Like Mm -hmm. that's what we focus on. So when we're working with people or people are coming to talk to us, a lot of times we work, we end up with a lot of mindset stuff of like, "Mm, while that's really important for you to like check in with your vendors, maybe checking in with your social media. If you're working, if you want to make online sales, could be a little bit more up on the you know, priority list <laughs> up on yeah can we like raise that a little bit um so I think that's really interesting yeah it's a tough balance I mean there's only so many hours in a day and and that's you're, really you're why telling the, me this process is so necessary because like yeah, you could so easily go back and forth about, you know, minor details with a supplier or a customer who's asking a million questions. You could spend, you know, hours on the phone with them. But like, what about all of the other things? <laughs> like everything else is still moving also when you're right. stuck on that one piece. And um, yeah, I I mean... It's a tough, it's a, it's a really tough balance of like, it's really tough of like, ha- what, what detail are you going to focus on today? Right. You know, and it's, it's really, di- what I think is fascinating is that it's different for every person yeah. where they get stuck. Like sometimes people get stuck on like what the caption says on a single social media post or like what. You know, and then they're, like, super focused on that. that. And you're, like, okay, it's social media. People, it it has, like, a five-hour lifespan. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it it just needs, like, friend, it just needs to go in the world. It's way more important. You know, some people get stuck there. And some people get stuck with, like, yeah, customer support issues, which in my opinion, is probably the best place to get stuck. It's like to spend, yeah. if you're an entrepreneur, is like if you're stuck responding to really thoughtfully to your customers, good. That means you right. have customers. Yeah, it's, right. that's not a bad place to put, put your priorities, definitely. No, um, but... Those, I mean, treat those customers nicely, answer their questions. Don't worry so much about the context of your answer. Just be nice. Don't be bitchy. And uh, answer the questions that you think they're going to have next. Right. Like, if it's going to, if you need to write a full one page response because you have a detail, like, do it. They will appreciate you and they will tell you about their friends. Tell you about their friends. They'll tell, tell their friends you. about you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, they don't just rattle on about their friends to you. But they might. yeah, because at that point, they'll they might. I've had that. Yeah. Um, I'm like you're like okay, thanks, um, thank good good story. Yeah, but we gotta go. Um, but it's true. Yeah, I mean, 
and and you can as an entrepreneur you can get so much insight based on the questions that your customers are asking you like think of that that's literally like your free market research right there is the people that are writing into you um and so like that's an incredible resource Mm -hmm. um and never lose sight of that shit never lose sight of how important customer support is to your fucking business no, it's up. the number one most important <laughs> thing. Like, let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's I just mean, get it out there. We've seen that happen. Right. Like, um, right. Yes. You know, creating, creating new products is important. Talking to vendors is important. Making sure your accounting is, is square is, you know, that's important. All of those things for absolutely are, are but, um, but yeah, the nitty gritty of like actually speaking to the customers and, and understanding what their pain points are, understanding what they're not, what they're not understanding about you or your product or your business. Number one. Yeah. Because homie, nothing else exists if you don't have customers. Mm-hmm. Like if you, you can have an accountant, you can do all your taxes, you can do all of the stuff. And get yourself in a million rabbit holes and convince yourself you need to spend 16 hours a day in your business. But if you don't have customers, (laughs) like, you have nothing. You don't have a business. You're back to having a hobby. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. Which is another really good reason to like what you do. Like what you're choosing for your entrepreneurial life. (laughs) because it could just become a hobby at any moment and you still have to keep going (laughs) and (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. um still you just keep going but well i'd be curious to know like how do you guys you plural that are listening how do you make how do you know what to prioritize in your week in your day how do you know what to be focusing on and do you stick to it or do you just kind of like fantasize about the idea of having somewhat of a prioritized prioritized to-do list but the reality is different I don't know let us know yeah that's a good question I'm really yeah I mean like I'm I'm definitely curious because I've fallen victim to that of like you know obviously like I want to focus on these things these are my priorities in general but the reality of the actual day like I wasn't able to focus on any of those things right like who knows why but a million reasons why um but that stuff happens, right? Things get in the way. And so, yeah, how do you navigate kind of that of getting back to focusing on, on the priorities when a million other things are happening and you're putting out fires all over the place and stuff like that. So how do you do it? We want to know. How do you do it, Courtney? Mm, um, the... I would, I just, I think I just keep working. I'm pretty sure that's the answer <laughs> that I would give. <laughs> like, I just don't stop. But I like work. 
working. I kind of, like I by choice like that that's sort of like my main priority in life right now ish. It's perhaps shifting a bit, but um yeah, so I would just like, you know, if my day got severely off track and I wasn't able to do what I had like promised myself that I would do is yeah, I'd probably just stay up until like three in the morning doing it, depending on what was on the agenda for the following day and how presentable I needed to be at meetings. (laughs) Right. That's pretty much the only factor that makes me go to sleep early is if I have to look like a presentable human being the following day for a meeting. Yeah. If I don't have to do that, then I'll stay up real late and try to get stuff done. I don't know how you do that. Um, I can't. I have like a certain amount of focus time for work in a day. Uh, I have a a struggle because usually I'll start earlier, like the yeah. opposite, uh, mostly because our time zones. Because I know that I'm going to have a hard stop at our meeting time. Yeah. And then after that like it's time to be a family mm-hmm. um so i will get up earlier and do all of the my like morning routine stuff that has to happen um i guess if there's things that need to happen but i also think i start working faster Mm. like I will because I I'm pretty good at prioritizing in my mind of like I have a to-do list and I know like for each day I have a to-do list and I know what the priorities are for the specific days to-do list Mm -hmm. and so if I I start with the highest priority actually I start with email and then I'll start with the highest priority um, and then work backwards from high priority to low priority. And typically, like, and like this has worked for me for several years. I don't know if it's the best way or if anybody else will resonate with this because I've never actually met anybody that does. But I'll, I'll only feel I'll put everything on my to-do list for the entire week because I do a, a weekly one. I put it on Monday through Thursday Hmm. and then like, and I spread out the priorities from high to low Monday through Thursday also. So like, like client work and our content and um, whatever, like our funding campaign stuff right now, those are the, our three top priorities right now. So those are spread out pretty evenly throughout the week, like those individual tasks. And then everything else is just kind of peppered in Monday through Thursday. And then whatever I don't get, and typically because I start with the high priority stuff, the rest of it maybe doesn't get done. And whatever doesn't get done in those days, I will move them to Friday. Hmm. And that works, like that means like, Friday is kind of a chill, lower priority, like clean up everything, get 
you know, tidy up little packages or put bows on ribbons or whatever kind of day. And, and then I can go into my weekend feeling good. Yeah. Except for this last weekend, which I walked, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> um, well, it was a shorter week also. Yeah. Um, and I got stuck uh, at a bus stop in Mallorca for three hours instead of working. You had a bus stop in yeah, I got stuck on the at the bus stop in Mallorca, so I wasn't able to like get all the work done. Life. It's a really privileged problem. Life gets in the way. Yeah, getting, getting stuck at a bus stop anywhere would suck. So that's frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. that's true. But I did get stuck at a bus stop for three hours. We like made a sign to try to um, see if we could just get a ride. Oh my goodness! Wow. No. No takers. No. Well, we had like four or five people stop, but they wanted to take us to a different place. And um, yeah, like a place along the way or something else. But the issue there is that if we were to go to a different place, then we would be forced to hitchhike <laughs> the whole day. And I don't trust um like like december island not like it's a tourist island but it's in december so like i don't trust the traffic to like actually get me to where i need to go and all of a sudden i'm fucking gonna hike yeah 10 hour day that's risky yeah stay at the bus stop where the bus could actually come and pick you up and take you to where your actual destination is rather than piecing together a bunch of random rides exactly that's exactly. a good priority. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so my list making did not work then. Sure. Yeah, but for the most part, it does, and that's all that we can really hope for. Yeah, that's how I, I mean, that's how I prioritize. So, I'm, uh, Yeah. I, think I don't that, have anything else. It's like every yeah. <laughs> everything else is like pretty much just focus on the thing that's gonna be the most beneficial. Yeah. Right. And like, but yeah, be thoughtful about that. And 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 to make that decision, you have to know about all the things that you need to do. <laughs> and so at some you you somehow yes. al- like also need to know and have a good way of tracking all of your tasks, all of your to-do items, all of the small details, but also all of the larger things and um mm-hmm. and that can be tough when you're it can you be know, really when you're, when you're like, in it yeah. <laughs> when you're trying to get the little bits and pieces done on a day-to-day basis also trying to make these larger goals, maybe larger launches and stuff within those larger launches. There's a million little tiny uh, subtasks and subjects and stuff. And so goodness gracious. Yeah. It's, um, can I make a suggestion for larger launches for the public, for the listeners? Go right ahead. I mean, or Or for for us, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Um, you know, for you, I think that you're pretty good at this, but something I notice is that like, 
people will um, this has happened with people we work with, but also people we talk to and also just generally like in life that people humans do, I think, where they're like, oh, yeah, this launch is going to happen. Or this big event is going to happen. When you know that you have a big event or a big launch, let's say like a launch party um, or any kind of party planning. Okay. Uh, you, that means you have a date for when that needs to be finished by. Mm-hmm. It's always really good to start with a date that needs to be finished by. If it's like mid-February or like a month and a half away or whatever, if it's a month, like hopefully it's a month and a half away so that you have time to write down for yourself all of the little tasks right. that you need to do. And write down all those little tasks that need to happen and then pepper them in like throughout your week when they're when it makes sense as one of those like less prioritized things because what I see way too often with launches and maybe you notice this too is that like people don't work on it at all until (laughs) until it's like an emergency Mm -hmm. and then they're like oh this needs to happen next week and we haven't started. And then there's so many things that just go undone <laughs> or unchecked or un like, there's no quality yes. analysis. Like nobody looks at what happens. It's just a fucking scramble to get the thing done. I, yeah. I mean, gosh, it's, I think that was specific to launches. Like, when you have that final date in your mind, like that's the only date that sticks with you. So you kind of like put off all the to-do items until that date also sort of. (laughs) Until that date is like looming. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like a week out and like it's chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shit hits the fan, man. So Like like working backwards and building a launch plan is definitely what we, yeah would suggest from like having that date but also like literally add in like a week padding to almost every step <laughs> if possible right. like if, right because if, you if there's time any, to prioritize like, yeah or if there, and especially if you're making something tangible um, yeah and especially it, if you're doing it on your own because mm-hmm. yeah. sh- shit takes so much more time than any of us ever think it will I agree with that. (laughs) Yeah. It's easy to underestimate time. That is my biggest. I'm pretty good at estimating how long stuff will take me at this point because just I've been doing it for a long time. But I I catch myself, especially with like business, like tax money stuff. It always takes me so much longer than I think it will. And then I don't get everything done. Yeah. Yeah that I think I can. So, and I feel like that's a really common thing for entrepreneurs, especially solopreneurs. Yeah. Cause we're like, ah, I can do that. It'll take me five minutes. And then you have like a bunch of <laughs> shit that you didn't think about. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, because the stuff that's like outside of your zone of genius will take significantly longer than, than things that you've been comfortable doing, understand doing, you know, do on a regular basis. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that underestimating time is is something that almost every business will run into <laughs> at mm-hmm. some point um yeah so just try to plan it try just, to plan for just, underestimating your time yeah pretty much pretty much um yeah i do it weekly that's the only thing like my friday was like all this shit i thought i was gonna be able to get done <laughs> and yeah. couldn't yeah Fridays are a good day for that, though. Sort of yeah. random, catch all day. Okay. Um, yeah, little little tie end. Yeah. Because I yeah. really prefer to not work on the weekend. Although the last few, I haven't really had that. Like, I really, I think it's super important to take time off, especially, like, if you can, especially if you are a CEO, an owner, a founder. Uh, create like if you are in the space where you have to make decisions for your business and you have and you frequently deal with decision fatigue because of work it's incredibly important to be able to take like a day in a week to just like not focus on work stuff yeah I think so. I agree. Yeah. I mean, otherwise I would just feel like I was stuck and I wouldn't make great decisions or be able to prioritize because the small business owners, like there's another type that we didn't really talk about um, that start to prioritize everything. And then, and then um, they, that's the same as prioritizing nothing though. Right. But, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly the same. But the people that prioritize everything have like 10 times more stress because they they work yeah. like 16 hour days every day and then they burn out and they just like can't make decisions anymore. And like the people I've worked with that get that way um, are hard to work with. Yeah, they they like and. And like any of us would be that way. If you're, if you believe that you can't take a day off, like your priorities are everything or nothing and you are too stressed and probably a, not a super great person to work with. Like if anybody gets that stressed out, you're on, it's like, right. You can't make the good good decisions. That, yeah. And I guess that's maybe that should be the moral of this whole conversation is that your number one priority should always be you. (laughs) (laughs) Should. Yep. It should be you and then money. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah. Although I don't know, that doesn't make me feel like 100% great, but like, it's not you, untrue. 
your business well in within the prioritizing you that would also perhaps mean prioritizing like your home life and family and hobbies and fun and happiness yeah, and yeah then like business your own and then it, yeah. second yeah if you're pro- if you're yeah your business should be focused on efficient money making ideally yes yeah yeah but self-care it's important it's really important um yeah 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 that's a good i think that's our thoughts on that and i think that's that's good yeah i think that's pretty much everything we had an interesting question this um that came across to us within the past week or so. Um, not yeah. related to priorities, but still Although related kind to of. business stuff. The context okay. of the way the question was asked was in the way of priority. Because okay. mm-hmm. uh, it was kind of like, what's the difference between conversion and traffic and like in, and um, this person was asking in a way of like, which should she prioritize basically? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. This person was looking to prioritize tasks and so asked this clarifying question, which is yes. What's the difference between traffic and, um, and conversions? And there's a huge difference. Huge difference. Um, although, I will say that, like, for us, there's a huge difference. But I think that that that's, like, maybe something that, that Dandelion does a little differently. Is that we separate traffic. Hmm. I mean, not necessarily as an agency, but in terms of, like, small business marketing you know, conversion okay. is, a, is a harder, I, I think conversion is a harder sell. Um, Cause essentially conversion is a fancy name for sales. Yeah. It is. Or, but not necessarily, I mean, depending but on not the, exactly right. Do, conversion depend, is right. just a completion of a goal. Exactly. Depending on the goal of whatever it is, the project that you're working on. Right. Did this, did this, person this user complete that goal was the Mm -hmm. action like yeah completed um and whatever that action was is a conversion right um typically we work with conversion rates and conversion as sales yeah yeah for the most part yeah but it it also could be right email signups Mm -hmm. um downloads of freebie guide things um button clicking um maybe you know yeah it could be it could Could be as granular as like the did people actually comment what we told them to comment on Mm -hmm. this post right you know um or like yeah what are your actual sales on your (laughs) your website right so yeah, typically, and and in this case, it was sales. Mm-hmm. The conversion it was like definitely geared towards um, how to get people to do 
to take action on a website that eventually leads to sales. Yeah. Um, which is what we do. And I think like, it's what Courtney really specializes in. Um, yeah. Traffic is how people get to your website. It's very, it's very much just that. Um, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of bips and bops within that. There's a like so much data collection and so much focus on driving traffic that that's, I think where people get traffic and conversion confused. Do you, would you say that that makes sense? Um, I mean, I, uh, I think that many people focus more on traffic because it is assumed that with higher traffic equals better conversion. I think that that assumption exists. I don't know if people are necessary, necessarily confusing the concepts of traffic yeah. and conversion, but I think they're just making an assumption that with focus on one comes the other, which is not that's all, our that's, stance. That is and, a myth. Yeah, right. Fully a um, myth. Yeah, so, right. It, it's sort of like, okay, well, yeah, traffic is, how do you get people there how do, how are people right. flowing to your website what is right. their path to get to you mm-hmm. and then conversion is okay what are they doing then well they're once they're there right are they making purchases it's, yeah yeah i i read a, a i'm going to fuck this up um but i read a statistic that was something like less than 10% of people are focused on their on improving their conversion right now um Something like that. Like their marketing money goes Mm -hmm. purely towards traffic. Um, Now I will tell you, my specialty is driving organic traffic. We're using like SEO, social media, blog writing, like doing all of that organic outreach stuff. And uh, like I will also, so that's like, I will put myself out of a job by being like, I cannot help you the conversion on your website is terrible. Like yeah. if they don't want to focus on that. When, right. Yeah. Because you're setting yourself up for failure. How could no matter how much freaking traffic you send to a page, if it is yep. weird and doesn't make sense or is not intuitive, mm-hmm. that money will be wasted. Yep. And it is a goddess damn shame because so many people, especially in, in the wellness industry, in the industry we work in, that they're doing incredible things, right? Like they're making products that heal and that, you know, that help a lot and that make a lot of sense and, you know, they're revolutionary or whatever. And, and their, their on-site conversion, their pages just suck. They don't make any sense. Yeah. And they, they come um, oftentimes, like, you know, when I talk to people, I talk to them about traffic. So they'll come to me and they have traffic questions. Um, and the first thing I ask them is, what is your conversion rate? You know, because conversion rate is, like, how many people per 100 make a purchase or whatever. Yeah, it's a percentage of people that completed the action out of the total number of people that. Right. So if you don't improve your conversion. Right. So improving your traffic, like I can send 100 people there 
or I can send a thousand people to you and probably you'll make more money if I send a thousand people to you. But if your conversion rate sucks, like out of that a thousand people, like you missed a bunch when you're not focusing on conversion. So mm. when it comes to prioritizing, we prioritize improving your conversion rate. Mm -hmm. That will make an exponential difference mm -hmm. when you're ready to start sending traffic, like really focusing on, on traffic. We always focus on like, let's get people, the people that are already visiting you to like pay you before we start sending more people for no reason. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's like first things first is like, let's, I, yeah, I, I wish that I had like a more like a real life kind of equivalency of like example, but yeah, it'd be like focusing on telling people to come to an event when you haven't even like bought any of the like, party supplies <laughs> or like right you can't, you can't throw a successful party without... right if, yeah <laughs> like... i'm gonna send without like having i don't know that's what, that birthday is really cake. hard <laughs> you gotta decorate your birthday cake first. right right start or like people. being like yeah or like having a party but n not really having any friends I guess yeah. that's more of like driving traffic, but like if you, which we've done, <laughs> our conversion rate, our conversion game is great. Um, but I think, yeah, what is a really good, I don't know. We'll think about it, but yeah, we're going to think about it. It's a funny, it's a funny thing, but like, yeah, if, I mean, your conversion rate is only going to tank if you just continue to drive a ton of traffic to your site, but no one's taking action. Like you mm -hmm. just have to be able to recognize that the issue is not in how many people are seeing the thing. It's like, mm -hmm. well, okay, maybe put that in a different way. Maybe let's let's try some alternative options for how things are laid out, how things are designed, how things are written because um, mm -hmm. all of that is is incredibly significant in terms of, yep. of people actually making purchasing decisions um, more so than just like flooding the page with a bunch of random people it's like no like you, you don't want to just flood your business with random people like if you want to actually like have good <laughs> customers that are going to understand what it is that you do value what it is that you do and to be able to return then you need to be focusing on conversion because that's like making decisions that are about your brand about how you mm -hmm. communicate about and like visually and uh right verbally i suppose right. um and the rest can come later. But once you've focused on that, then the traffic that you do send there, the people that convert are going to be far more likely to come back and purchase again because you've already set it up to like be able to better communicate who it is that you are, what it is that you do, and all of that, which um, in general, setting yourself up for success more so than just, you know, 
thrown money at sending more people to a page that is just a big old question mark right I'm really trying to think of uh I thought like um putting up a lemonade stand on the side of a busy road where no one when no one can like stop stop (laughs) Um, right like like, yeah Um, yeah or no one would stop rather or yeah like make your make your website a nice stop sign (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) somewhere people like to loiter yeah 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 that works for me. Yeah. Cool. I think that's we, episode 10. We get eh? to, yeah, that's it. That's I think that's everything we have. Yeah. That's all we got. That's our sign off. That's <laughs> all we got. Yeah. <laughs> that's all we got. And we will see everyone next week. You will hear us. We won't see you. That's how <laughs> podcasts work. God, yeah. <laughs> you will yep. hear us. We will hear you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hit us up info at dandelionbranding.com if you have any questions thoughts feedback whatever it may be uh yep let's connect yeah mm-hmm. our instagram handle is dandelion under and hey join our facebook community it's curious marketer yeah super fun yeah so contact us in any of the ways you see fit whatever works best for you or all Um, of them actually just go to all of those places (laughs) and reach out on every platform because we definitely see you then that's unnecessary but if you feel so inclined (laughs) then do it because we'll be there and we'd love to chat and and we yeah love to hear your thoughts so yeah until next time have a great day yeah bye everybody bye